Hello, hello all, and welcome to The L Show, where the L and the L Show stands for leaning in. And that means that we are not going to shy away from any topic, no matter how taboo it may be. Things such as menopause, sex and libido, mental health, depression, weight loss, and any other topics that we find that need to be talked about. So thank you all for tuning in to the show. Um, We actually have a really fun show today. This is, of course, we're in December and holidays. And so the whole month of December, we're going to be talking about ways to help ourselves stay stress-free, maybe some gift ideas. um, And we're going to be using the expertise of people like my girl, Dr. Georgianne Douglas, who is here with me again. Hey, Georgianne, tell everybody hello. Um, And also, we want to encourage people today, especially to call into the show, 1-844-STUDIO-4. We're going to be talking about things like, toward the end of the show, we're going to be talking about some of the pet peeves that people may have during the holidays. Um, Is it okay to re-gift? What about potlucks? What about giving food as gifts? It's going to be fun. So I want to just put that in you guys' minds so that you can call in and offer your contribution. So I am your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman. I'm the owner of Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary here in Cornelius. We are a compounding pharmacy and our focus is on functional medicine. This means that we make medications specific to you based upon your provider's prescription. Um, You can find out more about us at www.roserxboutique.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Rose Pharmacy and Boutique Apothecary. Um, Georgianne, tell us where they can find out more about you. Yes, they can find me on Instagram is where mm-hmm. I hang out most often. <clears throat> at Dr. Georgianne Douglas on Instagram. And then I also have a new YouTube channel. Um, so my, your audience can find me just by Googling my name. Dr. Yay, um, Gigi. All good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Wonderful. So, t- okay, no problem. So while we are getting a couple things switched out, um, I just want to make a couple announcements. Of course, some of the content may not be completely suitable for all audiences. I think today is probably okay, but um, not all the time that's the case. And the information presented in this show is not intended to replace the advice of your healthcare provider. Again, today is a great day to call in. Um, We want to make sure that we can help your holidays shine, right? Today's going to be more of a conversation. So feel comfortable mm-hmm. calling in because we're just chit-chatting. We're not talking about medical health stuff. stuff. And yeah. yeah, this is really around having especially great for yourself. As, w- yeah. as women, especially, you know, we take on the brunt when it comes to the holiday season. We know who's the one who's typically, typically making the plans, mm-hmm. trying to make sure everything is perfect, trying to make sure everybody is doing what they're supposed to do. You have children, you have decorating, you have cooking. All of that stuff. And you want to look good. And you want to look good (laughs) while you're doing it. So um, we're going to be talking about those things today. So that's why I would love to hear from people today, um, giving their thoughts. Also, thinking about some of the things we're going to talk about, such as 
regifting. Okay. I think that's one of my pet peeves. You guys will see that is one of my pet peeves. Um, again, call into the studio, one eight four four studio 4 So, Gigi. Yes. You're the hostess with the mostest, for the most part. I do love hosting a party. I know you do. I know you do. Do you find yourself getting stressed out during the holidays? The holidays can be a stressful season, yes, but I will say that the more you can plan in advance, the less stressful mm -hmm. it is. And so in my family, we have kind of laid out who has what holiday and mm -hmm. I don't have a Christmas or Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> so did you do that on purpose? It is less stressful for me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Easter is my thing. So I don't have as much stress. I'm usually yes. a guest when I show up. So That's for me, mm. it's less stressful maybe than people who are hosting during the holidays. And something else I just want to get out there, you know, as I've already mentioned, you know, with women, what we are typically doing around the holidays, um, and we deal with stress differently. So our mm -hmm. support, the things that we need to support ourselves are not always the things that men need to support themselves just because our role, the way our yeah, brain works. The way, the, yes. yes. The way our, you know, our hormones mm -hmm. are. Um, and I'll tell you this, one of the things that we know is that women's issues in general are not really dealt with in the media and marketing and things like that. And stress is one of those things that really affect us. And we mm -hmm. don't, because especially with hormonal fluctuations, we don't deal with that. Um, historically in research, we've kind of been overlooked in studies. I mean, there are many um, things going on that we take as like common knowledge. Mm -hmm. I, we are in the holiday season, so I'll just go ahead and bring it up. Intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, people don't realize um, when it became super popular, um, it was based upon studies that really didn't involve a large amount of women. Hmm. And when you did include women into the studies, um, women who were postmenopausal, um, the it looked different. The outcome right. was quite different. So not to say that, you know, intermittent fasting is not something that is that has health <coughs> benefits, um, but... It's just the outcomes could be a little bit different. So that's, that's what I'll put out there. Special populations and women's health changes right. throughout their lifetime. Exactly. So, all right. So <laughs> we are going to talk through things like some of the tenets that we want to give people out there whenever we're preparing for the holidays and things just to keep in mind, right? So um, we know the temptation and fear of indulgence, mm -hmm. overindulgence. Um, that can lead to things like weight gain and all that stuff. But again, here is what we want to talk about. We're going to talk through about six tenants. Um, the first one being meal skipping. Don't skip meals. Um, I'll tell you that before mm -hmm. I would save up calories. I would say, you know what? Mm-mm. I know my mother is going to make that sweet potato pie and yeah. I'm probably going to eat the entire pie. So, <laughs> so I'm not going to eat as much because I'm trying to save, but that's not really healthy. It's not because it causes your body to kind of change how, you know, you downregulate metabolism. Mm -hmm. We know that when you downregulate metabolism, you're not going to burn calories. So and and that's also if i might if i may add absolutely that's looking at a very rudimentary calorie count per day mm -hmm. versus those calories need to be spaced out at certain intervals of the day instead of just a calories in plus calories out type of like mentality 
Exactly. So it can be hard for our body to metabolize such a big meal just once a day. But I will also say mm-hmm. to have grace with ourselves because if you're just doing that for one holiday or for, you know, yeah. one day, you're yeah. not doing it four days out yes, of the week. It's, it it does your not become is, your... Your body is smart enough to deal with it for that one day. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. If we have been doing what we're supposed to do throughout for the, the, for the year, year, right? Exactly. Then our body can respond to the, to that little bit of different, that little bit exactly. of nuance, right? Mm-hmm. So... So, um, you know, from this piece, again, we just want you to know that if you're going to change your, your meal intake, just know that you can run that risk of, you know, lowering your blood sugar, decreasing your metabolism, things like that. Mm -hmm. But we'll continue to talk about that when we get back from break. See you soon. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The L Show. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and I'm here with my girl, Dr. Georgianne Douglas. Now, for those of you who don't know Dr. Douglas, so she is my BFF from pharmacy school. And so, you know, we've been in each other's lives for a very, very, very long time. And so it's very, it's like an honor for me to have her here on the show. It's an honor for me to be here. So Gigi, okay. We were talking about not skipping meals when we went to break. That's right. You have a niche. Okay, you are a Mediterranean lifestyle coach. You are an amazing cook. Your mom is an amazing cook. <laughs> like the food is amazing. So, of course, I want you to kind of give people um, some ideas, like some healthy dishes that people mm-hmm. won't feel bad about eating over the holidays. I've been thinking about this since you asked me Mm -hmm. and I chose one that is easy to make because we have so many things going on that we don't want to jump into a complicated recipe. Mm -hmm. Um, So my recommendation to start with is a minestrone soup. Now, just real quick, I'm sorry to cut you off. This is another thing that I think that Dr. Douglas should bring up. If if she doesn't, she is going to have her own show, her own cooking show on WSSC News. So it's going to be amazing. And that is going to be your first recipe. You're going to show people how to, yes. Okay. I just want to put that out there, but go ahead, Gigi. Sorry. Thank you. No, that's perfect. That's like a little sneak peek for our audience. If you like what we've been talking about here on the air and you want to see it in addition to hearing it, Mm -hmm. we will have a Mediterranean um, cooking show soon to come out in the new year and you can get more information about what I do as a Mediterranean health coach and Mm -hmm. also watch me in my kitchen cooking this this exact minestrone soup. Yes. So tell us about the minestrone soup. So it's so easy because it's a one pot dish and Mm -hmm. I love to use like a heavy cast iron, like a beautiful Le Creuset pot. Um, Le Creuset? What is that, Georgian? Le Creuset pot? Is that a different, is that a sort of pot? It's a brand, uh, I believe it's a French brand that is heavy cast iron. Okay. And they have beautiful colors and most people like choose one color and do their whole kitchen in it. I I do the caraway. So I'm a caraway gal. So so I have a beautiful, yes, my my rose gold. But anyway, go ahead. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy when you start with a big pot like that and you, you know, drizzle your olive oil and saute your onion and garlic and the house starts to Mm. smell so good, so fragrant. And then you're just basically tossing in vegetables and there's some cannellini beans in there. 
And you don't realize how many nutrients you're getting because it's so packed full of vegetables. Mm -hmm. And it slowly simmers on the stovetop with the lid on. And you don't have to stand over the stove like pan searing or flipping anything. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it a simple recipe. So you can wrap gifts or you can respond to emails or you can do other things, cook dinner for the kids while your soup is sitting on the back burner. And these are little tips that I share with my mm-hmm. clients um, in the health coaching that I do. Um, and this soup is actually considered a blue zone recipe in Sardinia. Love that. Yes, love that. Because mm-hmm. it's slowly cooked and it's packed full of nutrient dense vegetables. Those things that we look for, those mm-hmm. things that were, were common in all of those, yep. those areas, those blue zone and areas. And then you just, mm-hmm. you know, easily scoop it into your bowl. And I always have a wedge of Parmesan cheese in my refrigerator always. Freshly grate that Parmesan cheese on top to give it an extra little saltiness. Yes. And then parsley. So some fresh parsley is just on top at the end and it adds an extra flavor. What about bread? Yes. A crusty bread to dip it in is so good. So something hard and crunchy on the outside, Mm. soft on the inside. And I'm working on for the cooking show Mm -hmm. to get homemade sourdough bread from a friend of mine. Wow. To pair it with that minestrone soup. So more to come on that. Yes, that sounds delicious. Okay, so we have And we'll have the recipe linked in the show notes um, of the L show. So yes, so Gigi is going to share with me the recipe and I will have it in, in on my website as well, um, I guess, in the next few days. Yeah. When she shares it with me, mm-hmm. I'll have it. And you guys can go to my website and see it. So um, what's the next thing? So we have the minestrone soup. And then what yep. else? The next recommendation that I have is more of um, a cheese board or charcuterie spread rather mm-hmm. than a, a recipe per se. And I bring that up because around the holidays, that's a great thing to bring yeah. as, as your, your go-to. Um, it's picky. You can mm-hmm. pick You can pick off of it. It's not like... Exactly. Yeah. And then another way that I use a cheese board is in a smaller version at home with my family. When I'm cooking a dish that takes a long time, they're hungry and they're like walking around the kitchen like, when is it ready yet, mom? Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> So have some charcuterie, like some, some yes. cheeses and some crackers and some hummus and some almonds that are healthy to snack on their savory mm-hmm that the family can snack on in the kitchen while you're cooking the entree. That's so great. Such a planner. Such a planner. Okay, now what about, so what's the next one? We had three. The next one is, I'm going to switch it up here and go with a, a dessert, something sweet. Okay. So when we talk about healthy eating, it doesn't mean that you can't have something sweet every yes, once in a while. Absolutely. And that's part of the holiday season is to have grace with yourself and mm-hmm. not be super strict and super restrictive. Mm-hmm. Celebrations are a time to eat something special. So why not do a sweet treat? So I um, love this recipe called Italian chewy cookies, and there might be a name for it in Italian. Okay. So the Italian chewy cookies. Yeah. Did you, you made those, did you made those for I've, me? I've made them before. Yeah, you made that. You made those for me. <laughs> I you probably made, did. Yes, you made them for me. And they're I like a little crust on the outside. Yes. And, then and you they're kind of chewy in the inside. Yeah. And it has almond and flavor. And they to it. did not make it home. Like you gave it to me <laughs> and they didn't make it home. So nobody I, even knew you had I, given I it to me. I remember saying to you, Nicole, this is super it's, sweet. You might not want to eat a sugar bomb yeah, before like, dinner. Whatever. <laughs> 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 done oh my gosh they are delicious oh my gosh! so i'll give you that recipe too okay, to share perfect. with the audience perfect. it is so good and they they 
they stay well. You can pack them in mm-hmm. a Tupperware and stack them on top of each other or, you know, however you need to package them if you make a lot. So they're easy, easy to do. So as we are talking about indulging, mm-hmm. there is something else that I really like that um, you really talk about. And it's like your relationship with food, having a healthy relationship That's with right. food. Kind of expand upon that a little bit real quick. Yeah, I think that is so important because sometimes um, I see this in clients of mine where we find someone in adulthood is trying to reverse basically childhood trauma from the way the relationship with food was around Mm. their dinner table as children, whether it was restrictive or too relaxed and they're trying to get into healthier habits Um, to make it effortless to make healthy food choices. So I think it's really important to lay a foundation from a young age. And if you don't have that opportunity from a young age to have these healthy relationship with food, it's okay. You can start at any time. Yeah, it's never too late. Mm -hmm. It is never too late. Exactly. And that's where Mm -hmm. uh, in the program that I have with my clients Mm -hmm. using food as medicine, we go through the steps to really evaluate what's your baseline. Where did you start from? What was your blueprint? And we co-write what your goals are together. So mm-hmm. it's not like a dietitian writing a plan for you and you have to follow it. Yeah, it should it's, be a relationship it, you, that's loving yes, your and partnership, And it's a partnership. Mm-hmm. It's a partnership. Because I love that. Because food is nourishing and yes. food is love and food makes All you feel things. good. Yes. yes, and it shouldn't be like too much, in, in my opinion, the way I teach clients is too restrictive or too calorie counting and measuring. Mm-hmm. It should be like my grandmother says, oh, just put enough to fit inside your hand and that's what you put in the recipe. <laughs> I know. I need to know exact amounts, exact measurements, okay? Because otherwise, it's going to be a hot mess. (laughs) Um, So, but, you know, our second tenet, though, we're talking about moderation. Mm -hmm. So I love the blue zone idea that, you know, you stop eating when you're about 80% full. Mm -hmm. So it is not necessarily that you are trying to be restrictive, but you are basically listening to your body. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting close to being full. So that's right. how you can still enjoy what you want to enjoy without completely overdoing it. Because I remember there were times where something was so good you and I was still, I was keep full. Going. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I can just, you know what? There's a little bit left on my mm-hmm. plate. So I can, you know what? Let me move some, shake some things around and get it in, <laughs> you know? Um, so moderation from that regard and just listening to your body and saying, okay, do I have to stuff myself? Mm -hmm. Not saying, can I not have something sweet, but do I have to stuff myself? I have a couple tips on that if you want me to share. Sure. Um, Number one is when you are, let's take it all the way back to the grocery store and purchasing the food that you're Mm going to cook. For example, um, let's say you're going to have a piece of fish, getting the size of fish that you know will portion out appropriately for you and your partner or for enough for the whole family instead of over purchasing too much so that you feel obligated to cook it all and to eat it all. Mm. So portioning it out uh, along that lines of portion too, um, the bowl and the plate that you use is also important. So if you yes, use if a you smaller use a saucer plate mm-hmm. versus a large plate, exactly, you're going to put some, you're going to put less on that plate. And the reason why I bring that up with the size of the protein and then the size of your plate is because you're no longer depending on your willpower in the moment when the flavor tastes so good. It's hard to beat that willpower in that moment. 
But if you set your environment up for success in advance, That's then it's idea. a reaction to the steps you took in advance. Yeah. And I think really understanding that is important because I will tell you immediately in my head, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Give me a smaller plate. That means I'm just going to go up there multiple times for replates is what we call it. <laughs> Replate. Replates. And then my, my last tip on that is, um, my husband and I like to eat out at restaurants and that's part of, you know, mm -hmm. loving food too, is not just right. everything being home cooked, but eating out at, at good restaurants and we'll order things intentionally to share them so that we don't have to finish the entire entree, the exactly. entire appetizer. That's a very, very, very good point. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. So just making a plan that, listen, so we're going to, this is what we're going to have right. and we're going to share so that nobody has, you order that appetizer and order this, this appetizer. And then you have to both finish. Them. And then you both have to finish. Well, you feel like you have to finish because it's there and you feel guilty because yeah. you've now paid for something that you are not going to eat. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, okay. I think I probably eat it so, but you know. Anyway, so <laughs> we will continue our conversation when we get back uh, from break, guys. See you soon. Hello, all, and welcome back to The L Show. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman, and I'm here with Dr. Georgian Douglas. So when we left... We were talking about um, just some recipes, um, our relationship with food, and we actually had a caller to remark on something that we had spoken about in a previous show, right. and that was around chewing, right? So yeah. what was it? It was um, how many times you chew your food. Exactly. What was the number? It was around... I think it was around the 20s, 20s, but I don't think the number is, it's important yeah. to kind of have an idea of where that range is because we probably all chew less than 20 chews before swallowing. Yes. Yes. This kind of goes bigger into the picture of being cognizant of the food when you put it on your fork, yes. as it's coming to your mouth, how it smells before you eat it, how it feels when mm -hmm. it touches your lips and your tongue, and before you even start chewing and swallowing and tasting. So... Yeah, Those are all little things that we talked about in the last um, episode where that came up around yeah. mindful eating practices. Around mindful eating, correct. So thank you, caller, for that reminder and that bit of um, information for our listeners. And, now and if you want, mm -hmm. if, sorry to interrupt you. Yes. Go ahead, Gigi. If, if the audience wants to um, practice a mindful eating exercise, I have an eight-minute mindful eating meditation that you can go through and it's on my YouTube channel at Dr. George Ann Douglas. So okay. it's available there. It's free. Just check it out. So guys, continue to call into the studio 1-844-STUDIO-4 or 844-788-3464. So after this segment, we're going to get into some things to consider, um, such as what foods can only be homemade for Christmas dinner. <laughs> What what's acceptable walking into your house that, you know, you will, it cannot be store-bought, has to be homemade, something else to consider, regifting, or are foods acceptable Christmas gifts? Is it okay to regift a box of chocolates that you were given by, by grandma, you know, Lucy? <laughs> um, and also potlucks. That's another thing. So anyway, I want you guys to be thinking about that that sort of thing. So I want you to call in so we can discuss. We want to hear your we stories. Wanna hear, we want to hear your stories <laughs> on this stuff. So, okay. So the next tenet that, that we really want to get into is sleep. 
sleep is very important. So we have alarms to wake ourselves up during the holidays because it is so important to help regulate our stress. Mm-hmm. Maybe setting an alarm for bed. So this is the time that I go to bed typically. We need to stay, we need to stay with that, that time. Um, sleep regulates your hormones. Not enough sleep you're going to get increases in cortisol and what, what happens? It just, that's stress. We just don't want that. So prioritizing sleep is something that we must do. And and this is something that I think as women, we're guilty of saying, I just know I have to get these things done. So I'm going to sacrifice staying up late in the evening Mm -hmm. to accomplish so many things on our to-do list. Exactly. And and our family is asleep, you know, everyone is winding down, but we're still in the kitchen. We're still doing last minute things and we sacrifice our sleep. That goes into the next tenet of do not overextend. Yes. Don't overextend. I like your idea around that about contributions. What was it that you, you said? Yeah, this is something that um, I practice and I've learned over the years. And I'm not perfect by any means. I'm on a sure journey. Sure you are. On a journey to always improve and be a student of learning. But um, what I've learned, especially around the holiday season, is, you know, we want to show up to a party with something in hand and not mm-hmm. just show up empty handed. And so... Um, when it comes to holidays and what to bring to the holidays, I always like to be in communication with the host or hostess. And instead of just saying a blanket statement, oh, just let me know you want me to bring, which can be hard for the host or hostess to narrow it down to tell you what to bring. So I tweak that a little bit and I say, you know, let me know what time and, you know, if there's something specific that you want to make. Also, what I've made in the past is X, Y, Z, if you want me to bring that again. So I did that, for example, over Thanksgiving with a family member that was hosting. And I said, because that family member was hosting for the first time, they were kind of starting from scratch. What does everyone bring? And so I said, um, we usually bring a cheese board and broccolini or asparagus, like a veggie side. That's what we're known for. That way it made it super easy for her to say yes. And that way I didn't have to recreate something or start from scratch with a recipe that the hostess really wanted that I didn't know how to do that would stress me out. Well, but you know, it's something else too, though, I think is so on both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. So from a hostess standpoint, you know, you are taking stress off, off of the hostess. Stress off yeah. of the hostess. Mm-hmm. So you're the hostess, you're having people bring, you're being specific with them. Yeah. And then you're on the same page as the person coming with right. it. So you know what your contribution is going to be. So you're not overly stressed out either. So it's it's going both ways. And and right? also so. being flexible in that too, because if mm-hmm. the hostess comes back and says, Oh, my sister always makes the best, you know, side vegetable. So you know, don't bring that. Yeah. Bring something else. Exactly. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. And it's okay to say no. That's another thing too, that we have a hard time with, well, I don't really a whole lot anymore, but um, (laughs) we have a hard time saying no, because we want to, especially during the holidays. Yes. You're like, okay, then I'm going to look like Scrooge. If I say no, I'm going to look mean. If I say no, I can't go here or I can't go there or I can't do X or I can't do Y or no, I'm not going to make that recipe that 
takes five hours to make because I just don't have the bandwidth. But that's also, you know, sometimes putting the guilt trip on ourselves. Yes. And something that I try to practice is to communicate that early on. When we say just say no to invitations Mm -hmm. and overextending yourself, that doesn't mean that you said yes to the party and you waited till the day before or the hour before, and then you said your no. What, Georgia? It, why does that not work? You know, I do that all the this. time. We talked about this in pharmacy school with friends flaking out. Don't be a flake. Don't we're, be we're a flake. We're talking about yes. when the invitation comes mm-hmm. out, don't answer immediately. Give it some true thought and give your right. firm yes or no, and then commit to which one you chose. Don't flake out. Don't flake out the last Don't minute. Don't flake out the last minute. <laughs> um, and one of one of our final tenets here before um, we go into um, my questions to consider, try not to be perfect. Don't try, excuse me, do not try to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it creates an additional amount of stress. It just really does. And I know I'm a type A personality. I think pharmacists in general, I think we're yes, all kind of detail type a. oriented, detail oriented. We are Task in the accomplishment. Weeds. We are in the weeds. We are not flying at 60,000 feet. Typically right. we are in the weeds. And so that can be a source of enjoyment for us. Right. Mm-hmm. But it also can be our greatest weakness because when it comes time to pivot, comes time to do things a little bit differently. Um, it, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts. And so keep a healthy balance of expectations for yourself. That is, and don't put a whole lot of extra pressure. Don't beat yourself up. Um, it really amounts to a very short period of time. You have 12 months, 360 days, yeah, right? 365 days a year. Like it will come around next year. It's going to come around next year. We're talking about a couple weeks mm-hmm. of time. Um, so we don't want to stress ourselves out completely for just this short period of time. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do it. Um, and there, there's no magic pill to get through the holiday season, guys. We, we know that, um, you know, without like having the challenges and the temptations and for women, especially, um, it's just, we can get overwhelmed. So leaning into those, lifestyle behaviors that support like balanced hormones and Mm -hmm. support keeping your energy levels up and, you know, things like communication, things like enjoying the time, being present. Right. Right. Um, We should try to do those things, keeping our mental health um, as acute as possible. I have a Yaya tip from that one. In in, in Greek, Yaya Yaya is is grandmother. My mom told me, you need to invest in your girlfriends a little bit more. <laughs> yes. You need to call them up and have them over. Like she just reminded me just from an outsider looking yes. in on my life. And that's to your point about self-care and balance and mm-hmm. really remembering that that sense of community and com- conversations between friends is so important. <clears throat> it's so important to our happiness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Connections, 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 which is what, what the season really should be mm-hmm. about. Connections and not commercialized. And not commercialized. And that's one of my pet peeves. We're going to talk about that too. Oh, yes. So um, remember guys, we'd love for you to call into the studio, 1-844-STUDIO-4, 1-844-788-3464 to get people's thoughts on certain things. Um, and we can just roll right into one of them. Um, is it okay? And we actually, we talked about this last week. Um, the studio owner 
calls in about cranberry sauce. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he called in about cranberry sauce. Um, I like to purchase canned cranberry sauce, but for some people, that's just nuts. How do you feel about canned cranberry sauce? I already know. It already goes know. back to what you're used to, right? Uh, I'm just used to my mama making it with her recipe. And I think about a can and the gelatin jiggle, jiggle, yes. jiggle, just plopping out of the can yes. and keeping its form. Yeah, but you versus can, what I can cut makes. it to where you don't even see. It looks beautiful. It's like a fan almost. I can do it. I should take a picture and, and put it on the website. Uh, when we get back, we will continue discussing. But remember, guys, please call in 1-844-STUDIO-4 or 788-3464. Welcome back to The L Show. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Eastman. And I'm here with my girl, Dr. Georgianne Douglas. Now, we are about to get into what I think is going to be some interesting conversation here. And again, please, 844-STUDIO-4 or 844-788-3464. What foods can only be homemade for Christmas dinner? That's a tough one. Okay, so... I know everyone is going to have differing opinions on this because it's a it's important when you're bringing all this food together, who made what? And oh my gosh. What is their kitchen like? Yes, so <laughs> there you go. Okay. Our foods... Are foods acceptable to be given as Christmas gifts? And if yes, bagged or homemade? Now, some people will say bagged. You know, it's fine if you're going to give a bag of cookies. Mm -hmm. But if it's homemade, where does that get a little kind of, because what are you thinking? Like germaphobes and whatnot are going to be like, okay, what is that kitchen look like that that was made out of exactly like and there's there's just no standardization you just don't know what was happening going on but i will have to play the devil's advocate okay okay because there are some people who take cooking seriously and they get into really good recipes and you and and you you are one of those people but i know what you're listen i know I know your cleanliness. I know that. So I, I'm okay it, eating from you. But it's not just me. There's so many people that love to pull out really good recipes that follow foodies on Instagram. Yeah, but but do, but their animals are like in the kitchen. Yeah. Right? So if somebody... That's, so, and that's, that's a the thing. So here's the thing. I have a golden doodle. He's huge. Pedro <laughs> knows that he cannot come into the kitchen. He okay, knows but there's it. like no walls. So where do, what does he do? You know what? We train Pedro from a very early age that the kitchen is not a place for a dog. So basically That's he amazing. comes to the edge and he will not pass. It's like, an, it's like an invisible thing. <laughs> he knows and it, to the point where even when we're eating, he knows he cannot be around sniffing, like those sorts of things. So yeah. I, I'm comfortable, you know, making something in my kitchen and giving it to, right. to people. But I don't know what everyone's else policy right. is around, you know, around that. So it's kind of like, uh, I, I mean, I just, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was just raised that way that, you know, like. I, I think when you're at a party and people bring food and you. Like the potluck party? Oh, yes. The potluck parties. <laughs> Those are when you can hurt people's feelings or, you know, because somebody brings something. They have 
skin in the game. Oh, yeah. And they're typically looking at their what they brought and seeing how full it still is. And sometimes yeah, I can hurt their feelings like I took yeah. the time to prepare yes, this and to bring yes. it and, and nobody ate it and nobody's <laughs> eating it. OK, right. I have two things on that. OK, number one, I have a family member <laughs> that is very particular about potluck dinners, casseroles that look like a medley. And if he can't see what the individual ingredients <laughs> are, it's mysterious. Yes. But if it's like, you know the honey baked ham or the okay. sautéed asparagus you can see what that you can is see, you can see what that is but, but uh, a casserole but you got the smorgasbord of stuff and you don't yeah. know what that color you're like okay that's a different that's color that's not me i mean if i know who made it i, I love casseroles and me i love too. cheese so me i'll too. go for it but some people shy away for that but i will say my second thing is temperature and how long the food has been sitting there on the buffet line. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I didn't really think about that. I didn't think about that. Yeah, how long it's been sitting out. At you just don't temp. know. Like, right. Especially if it's got, got fish or it's got dairy seafood or mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Like, and then you wonder why your stomach's upset the next yes, day. Yes, you're like, Because it wasn't maintained mm -hmm. at a temperature where... Bacteria is not growing. Right, 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 right. So then potlucks. I'm sure we've uh, got a, a, some of the yeah, listeners yeah, really like, riled up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Listen, it just is what it is. And, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, right, wrong or indifferent. I, when I go to a potluck, I typically will only eat something that I brought, mm -hmm. something that somebody that I know brought. Right. Otherwise, I'm probably not going to eat a whole lot, you know, yeah. un unless it's something that somebody brought that was store-bought, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm like, okay, that's fine. They, they brought it and they opened it up right here, you know? So, so you're okay with store-bought. Well, okay. What I, is okay? What okay, I'm sorry. I know. Okay. Never mind. I, I hit it. I, I just hit a nerve <laughs> with Gigi. Okay. So store, I'm okay with store-bought, but I do know that the concern is all of the the, the additional ingredients and the preservatives and all of that stuff. But I'm saying for a potluck. Yes. For potluck. Yes. The safest thing for me, for my, for my opinion, that's something that I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, what did I just eat? Uh -huh. Oh my goodness. Um, something store-bought would be the safest thing for me. Right. I, yeah. Right. I agree with that too. And no judgment to people who participate yeah. in a, in a, holiday yes. party and bring something that's not homemade. We are busy. We don't yes. have time to homemade all things. Right. But I think that um, the part that resonates with me is that we live in a society of convenience that pumps unexpected Agreed. chemicals in preserve and preservatives and dyes and flavors into store-bought things. So we have to be super mindful when we're buying that yeah, by reading the brand, label. Yeah. And there's brands or whatever that are more that we know that are more cognizant of 10 ingredients versus 45 ingredients. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So there's nothing wrong with store-bought. We just have to be a conscientious shopper. Okay. So what about pet peeves? So what's a holiday? Do you have a holiday pet peeve? I have a couple that I'd like to, to just share, but do you have a, a real holiday pet peeve? I do. I do. You want to hear what mine is? <laughs> this what? one just came to me in the moment because you told me about Pedro. <laughs> what? 
I like to dress up. So I like to wear, you know, maybe a black dress or yes. black stockings. Oh, and I if I go to a, a holiday party and I'm wearing, you know, my heels and my black stockings. Yep. And yeah. the home it has pets that just have hairs everywhere. Oh, God. And I love animals and I don't have a problem with them. But when I'm dressed up for a formal event want, in my black yes, dress. I don't want hairs all over. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So one of my pet peeves is regifting. Okay. That is a pet peeve of mine. Because I'm like, okay, I mean, put some thought into it. Right. You know, don't just like say, oh, you know what? I got this. I don't want it mm-hmm. because the re-gifting typically is something that you do not of want. Course. Because if you wanted it, you wouldn't be re-gifting You'd it. be using it. You'd be, be opened out of the package. It. So if you don't want it, what makes you think that I would want it? <laughs> you know, I mean, really. So the whole gifting piece is just, it just bugs me. It really does bug me because you have people who go out and buy things in bulk. Mm-hmm. So I have a family member who goes and buys a whole bunch of ornaments. And okay. okay the or, you know, they're, they're, the ornaments are, they're nice ornaments or whatever. Yeah. But everybody gets an ornament. <laughs> so all 20 of us have the same gift. Okay. Your ornament. Okay. And the likelihood that you have the same color ornament as somebody is, is very high. Right. Right. Like, give me a break. Right. So that is, that is a huge. What if that family member feels like I'm the ornament person. I got to keep it up every year now. I don't know, Gigi. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, listen, ultimately, you know, that is my, <laughs> my, pet I feel you on that one, you know, and, and another thing, and this kind of leads us to kind of closing up the segment over, over commercialization of Christmas gifts themselves are fun. Mm-hmm. We know this. Um, however, we need to give people the gift of what I call perspective. Um, you know, y- you have to think about this is a time where you should be connecting or reconnecting with people, putting down your devices, be present, be in the moment, think of nothing else but what is going on. Experience the smell, the, the, the atmosphere, the sounds, the lights, the laughter, right? What if there's a sports game on? Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh. And they want to watch, they want to watch. not connecting Oh like my you gosh, just I know, I know. That's a whole nother, I think that's a whole nother show, yes. okay? <laughs> Um, but think about the gift of yeah. your time and your talents as well. And I'll say this while we're on the topic of time and talents during the holiday season, we know that we're revving up to start the new year off with our best foot forward. I am offering a 30 minute session, free session to look over your supplements, vitamins, and to really help you start out with 2024 on a good foot. Okay. And so, and with that knowledge, um, and the tools to help you really reach your goals, whatever they may be. So, Again, um, time, talents, what we what we should be focusing on in any way that we can help is what we want to do at Rose Pharmacy. But, I, you know, I, I would love to continue this conversation because it's it's a fun conversation. I'd like to get more people involved, but nobody called. But that's OK. Um, just remember that, again, for the holidays, important that we remember what the holidays are about. Family, 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 friends. Reconnect, grateful, being grateful, slowing down. Yes, slowing down and just knowing that we probably have it better than 90% of people that we know, right? Um, Well said. Yes. 
So ladies, just remember to block off that 3 to 4 p.m. time slot every Friday for The L Show because I want this to be our happy hour where we're wrapping up our busy week together on a very uplifting note. Thanks again to all of our listeners. I can't wait to spend this time with you guys again. Gigi, tell everybody goodbye. Cheers. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. And Gigi will be on the show with me again, of course. Guys, have a great, great, great week. And we'll see you next Friday. Take care. Happy Holidays from 105.9, 100.7, WSIC, Statesville, Morrisville, North Shore.